Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Kohler at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Out of sight, out of mind. So what they're going to do is they're going to plug him uh, and his audio is going to be exclusively just on Spotify. So, again, all of that marketing and promotion that you're getting on each one of these big boy platforms, you no longer get that. You're only on Spotify. So how much consumption do you get now when they only have a certain amount of market share? Of course, you're going to bring the market share up some, but we're not talking about that. And also, Joe Rogan has to have a life after spotify you get what i'm saying so life after spotify so number one on the audio side they take you out of uh, off of apple and all these other platforms where you're getting free marketing just by being a well sought after podcast and being a number one podcast if you're on their charts it ain't because they like joe rogan it ain't because they racist it's because they want people to stay on the platform and so if you got the number one podcast, the number six, the number nine, the number 15, all from you, oh, well, we need to.
Thank you for watching another episode of It's Up There Podcast with your boy, Luden Luciano. Again, we do this live in FOGFO Studios. I, I do want to say thank you to everybody that's tuned in, whether that be FOGFO TV, whether that be somewhere where you catch podcasts at, and you type in It's Up There Podcast, uh, and you'll get all of my episodes. Um. Today we're going to get into some shit like, um, got an episode a lot to talk about. I don't know if I'm going to break it into two or just do it in one. I got a lot, lot, lot I want to speak about coming up interviews I'm dropping. I'm just trying to get my schedule down and how exactly how I want to do it, uh, to, to make sure that we capitalize on the audio as well as the video. Um, again, all of the people listening, it's up their podcast on any app, please like, Rate, comment, uh, rate the show, whatever you think it is. You know, I ain't, I don't want a bunch of fake numbers of people rating shit. Just okay, go rate, go, whatever you think the show is, rate it. Um, of course, uh, 100% independent doing this thing from a totally different standpoint and making it, uh, making it shake. Uh, we're not looking for no handouts or anything. So, um, also, if you want to see the video of this podcast and you're somewhere enjoying the audio, I need you to go to, YouTube, FOGFO TV. I do have a website now, www.everythinglooney.com. Excuse me. www.everythinglooney.com. And, and it just keeps you abreast of what, what I have going on uh, in regards to me, my brand, my music, my podcast, my merch, my books, my endeavors in the entertainment business. Any game I may get along the way, uh, you, you follow me on Instagram and I give you whatever I get, you know, really for the people, not shutting the door on the people. Um, <clears throat> with us having so much to talk about, I was just, um, and I, I got a lot I'm getting into, but I was just doing some research, just kind of looking into things of what I wanted to talk about. And I wanted to talk about the Breonna Taylor thing. And as I'm on my journey in this media space, it was crazy, right? When I went in there and I seen the, the Breonna Taylor thing, and I'm researching, researching, and I notice I go and watch them posts, and, you know, a bunch of pop-ups come up, like, you know, look at some shit. I'm, they, I got to subscribe to get, even get the information, right? So I'm like, okay, I see, I see, I see the business model on these things and how they capitalize them. But there's nothing wrong with that. So I go to these sites, go to these sites. Now, I finally get to CNN. When I get to CNN, I go in. Boom. They got a story, of course, on Breonna Taylor. The settlement has happened. I've yet. They have not released uh, the charge or the verdict yet or whatever's going on with that or the charges. I'm sorry. Uh, sources say that he they plan on charging him but not with murder. So now they've already barricaded miles uh, from downtown so that it can't not be. Um, cannot be ramshacked, and I guess riots won't happen. But it's interesting to know how do you guys even know the outcome of something like that before it, before it, you know, before it's to the public. I think that's unfair, and I don't think that's the system that we have in place. Um, we got to find a way to be fair with these things, and find a way to make it where we all can 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 uh, survive with it. You see what I mean? Um, but 
Anyway, going into CNN, boom, I hit CNN, bam, pop up right there. You know, promoting them. But it said, have you watched the news today? Explanation point, question mark. Nothing wrong with that, right? Wrong. I looked at it and said, I looked at that and said, you know what? It's, everything's okay, but the word news. So now you got to think about the word news. And so the word news is mandatory for certain people. Like they've attached themselves to something that's uh, that's looked at as mandatory and looked at as a source of like truth and a source of uh, how to navigate through the world, like far as weather and you know, well, it's, it's 85 today. Some people get, they don't go outside and see what it feel like before they get dressed. They cut the news on and whatever the news says. Oh, the news says it's going to be 83 and that's what they go with, right? So what I'm saying is, is just being in this media space and seeing how the business is when they attach themselves to something like that, like the news. It's like, damn, so it would have been okay if it would have said, have you watched CNN today or have you watched Jake Tapper today or have you watched The Situation Room today you know one of their shows um, but it just helping me understand marketing and helping me understand like the trickery that's behind the scenes and how the words are indicators on the value um, of the conversation right because I guess if they was just said have you seen our show today it wouldn't hit as hard as have you watched the news today like do you really know what's going on in the world is basically what they've attached themselves to um but that's not even a topic that's just something i was looking at that right there so we're gonna move on from that um and and, and just get into to the show um first first topic i want to want to hit on let me let me see You know, the first first thing I'm going to hit on today is um, Cardi B files for divorce um, against Offset. You know, that's one of the hip-hop couples that people enjoy watching. Um, and some papers were filed. And it was almost like she was saying, like, I didn't know that they, they went about it like that. Um, so I don't know. You know what I'm saying? One second. But she said, um, she said, um, like basically the papers came out saying that she demanded this and she demanded that and she wanted child support and spousal support and, and she kind of came out and cleared that up, like basically saying she didn't, she didn't really say all of that. Uh, but she, she took to her Instagram after a couple of days after divorce was filed and just kind of went into some things about why she didn't, uh, appreciate some of the narratives that was being created and also um kind of just to to defend him a little bit it seemed and also kind of defend the situation and tell you why the decision was made one thing that she said uh is that she didn't have any information that he was cheating but she didn't want to be cheated on um and What's interesting to me and what I've learned over my time is that some women and men, some people, um, not gender specific, some people take cheating like 
super duper duper crazy. Like it's it's one of the biggest. Like it's 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 like something that in the whole ten years they've been together and things of that nature. So it's it's very deep to certain people. Um, the fact that she hasn't been cheated on yet, but she understands the atmosphere. And that's what I was talking about in my last uh, podcast of like, even if you change, sometimes when you've done something to an individual, they can't even see it. You know, even this resembles that, but I haven't had a chance to even do that. So how far is that to me as an individual saying like, damn, you know, I know it feels like that, but that's less about me and more about you. Because until I commit that act, what what are we really doing and what are we really saying about our, our real relationship, our life together, my life partner, right? So it's just interesting to see that, you know, she addressed and said he hasn't cheated, but she, she don't want to be cheated on. There's arguments, there's fighting happening. And and we definitely understand how that, you know, happens in relationships. Motherfuckers fight, argue, and, you know, do all kind of shit. Because relationships are intense emotion, right? Because I'm someone that, that that has control over my emotions when I'm dealing with people where my emotions are a, a very minute percentage of our interaction. You get what I'm saying? Meaning, shit, I don't really give a fuck what this person talking about, think, feel, whatever. But when you deal with someone where the emotions are... You've invested a certain level of emotion into that individual. It's it's so hard to control those because you don't have a lot of experience with them. At least that's me. I don't have a lot of experience with my emotions at a high level, right? And really being able to take them and control them and just handle them like like I do when I'm able to tell you know you know other things that I've done thousands of times being. Uh, you know, being living on earth for a certain amount of time. I've done certain things thousands of times, so I'm able to kind of, oh, I cried about that last time. I ain't going to do that again, right? Oh, boom. It's like boxing. He hit me with the left and blacked my eye. I'm watching for that left now, right? So I've learned, but my emotions at a high level where there's love involved in things, I just think it gets real slippery with, with 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 things that people say to each other sometimes you don't really understand what you're saying when things get high strung like that right so she didn't want to be involved with arguments anymore fighting or whatever the case may be um because that lends itself to being cheated on right but you can look at both sides of that you know what i'm saying you can say well damn her intuition and being around me and knowing how I do, uh, she's rolling the dice and she's betting on herself. You know, she's she's betting on herself, saying, "Damn, I, something's just not feeling like you. You, I know you, and if we if we arguing and fighting, then how much are we really laying with each other and really making love and you know having those type of interactions with each other, right? So that lends itself to all right. You are a man. We are both rich." Right. So. And you've done it before. I think that what really hurt that situation more than anything is that he's done it before. But again, allow me to show change Um, again. The atmosphere, the atmosphere, uh, the atmosphere is 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 familiar for you. Right. So you 
you know what it's like to 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 feel like oh shit this is last time he cheated when this happened and then this and then we went three months and we really we only fucked twice and next thing you know he had three girlfriends right so now it's been two months and we ain't really we fucked three times so what you know like so you trying to you looking at indicators rather than looking at um, what's in front of you if if you are doing it based on those things, right? And so my job is to just try to give out some game and analyze uh, what's going on in the culture, right? So it's just uh, it's just funny, you know. When I first heard it that she wanted to be divorced, I was like, I wonder is is it backlash from WAP? Because motherfuckers always, if you think about Cardi B. Right? And before WAP dropped. Or before WAP. Before WAP came out. If you looked at it before WAP came out. They wasn't really saying nothing. But when that WAP came out. They started to pin up against the wall. Like your husband ain't even. Your husband ain't. Your husband was. Your husband is like damn. Like. You know, I wonder, I wonder, was that any pressure? Just like with her and Candace Owens. Well, that WAP couldn't keep your husband. It was like a big thing for them to stomp down about the WAP thing, about how it didn't, where it really didn't, da-da-da. You see what I'm saying? In the first scene, without any information, I was like, I wonder, did the backlash lend itself to, to any of that? Or was that just, you know what I'm saying? Because I would, I would hope but i don't know because that shit can be overwhelming every time somebody want to diss me they bring you up you know what i'm saying every time a motherfucker want to then not that you no slouch but just you hurt me in front of the public and now every time somebody want to diss me that's what they say and i'm so famous that how much of that am i getting and that's what we mean when we say guard your energy protect your space you see what i'm saying because it, it puts you in a place where that shit can start to chip at you you know what I'm saying? It may not on the first attempt or the second, or, but when every time it's like, damn, how much of that, especially being a woman, young, rich motherfuckers, how, how much of that lends itself to uh, influencing like how I'm starting to really uh, look at the situation? You know what I'm saying? I just wonder about that. You know what I'm saying? But... But yeah, you know, these divorces and these things that happen when people are uh, married and, and they're on a high level making money like this is, is getting very, very sticky. So Dr. Dre, like he's the next person I'm going to talk about his divorce and, and his situation with just more in our hip hop coach and some of our hip hop superstars going through these things. Um, Dr. Dre divorce. Um, so story via via TMZ. Um, and this is, let me put you guys down on what's going on because I don't know when you may catch this video or, or audio. I don't want it to be dated or or only for a certain time. So recently, Dr. Dre's wife, um, the hip hop mogul, uh, rapper, producer extraordinaire. His wife ended up uh, filing for divorce, and she's asking for a, a very, very large amount of money and also a, a um, high level of spouse support. Um, everybody, when it first dropped, everybody said, damn, why he didn't have a prenup? And then next thing you know, they said Dr. Dre presented a prenup. 
and then she disputed the prenup. So now we find ourselves in a situation where they're in court and documents are coming out about, you know, it's time to tear each other down. You know, and this is what why I don't really understand the whole court system and, and the whole marriage thing. I've been through all of that as well. But this is where you come in and you take each other down and you present where well, it ain't my fault. She shouldn't get that much because she did. She done this. She done that. And she said, well, well I can't be with him because he done this, this, this and that. And this is why we couldn't, you know, we got differences that we can't get over. Right. And so um, I'm going to read the story via, T via TMZ uh, about her being accused of decimating the bank account uh, before she filed for divorce, like a sneaky move going on. So it says a company, Dr. Dre and his estranged wife founded together is accusing her of draining the primary business account dry and even criminal embezzlement. Just the latest sign of how nasty the divorce is getting. TMZ has obtained a letter that was fired off to Nicole Young by attorneys for Record One Recording Studios, which Dre and Larry Chapman founded in 2015. Record One is operated by an LLC. Nicole was a trustee and, and signed on the, LLC, on, on the LLC's checking account. The letter launches right into allegations of wrongdoing by Nicole, again, tearing each other down, claiming she decimated the company's bank account last month to the tune of $353,571.85. Attorney Ed, Ed McPeterson, who reps the LLC that operates Record One, attached a check Nicole wrote to herself. So she wrote a check for damn near half of me, almost $400,000. $500,000 is half of me, $353,000. So she wrote herself a check. Well, I say that's why I say you got to be careful. She wrote herself a check on a, a a bank account she was a trustee on for three hundred fifty three thousand. Now, the letter accuses Nicole of blatantly and unjustifiably criminal embezzlement of corporate funds as well as a breach of her duties. Dre and his other partner demand Nicole return the cash, claiming she jacked no later than claiming she jacked. No later than a week from Tuesday. Otherwise, the attorneys say they'll bring lawsuit against her. Nicole was accused of taking Dre's assets, which Dre sources called BS. Nicole also claims the prenup she signed was under duress, and Dre had to change the heart a few years into the marriage and ripped it up. Again, we're told Dr. Dre says it's BS. So I told you. Uh, she was acting like a prenup was in place, then all of a sudden, bam, there's a prenup. So we know, you know how people do, man, when they when they on their way out. See, they think they got the game sold up. Even if I ripped it up, what that mean? We on the back porch, I ripped the prenup up. You know what you mind, man? Fuck all I rip. This is show you how simple-minded motherfuckers be. You mean telling me I can just rip a piece of paper up, a judge done sign in front of your face, and we didn't go to no court or nothing, and you think it's real over with? It's the, it's, it don't make sense. You know what I'm saying? You got to be a little swifter than that. See that? I don't know, man. That's kind of crazy. And I don't give a fuck if it was under duress. Your signature here, you got to prove it's under duress. How the hell are you going to prove you signed something under duress to a motherfucking multi-millionaire? Who forced you to doing that? How can they? I mean, what do you mean? What do you lose if you don't do it? A marriage? 
So you you in the marriage for half of my things? Like all these things are, are crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? And so I just look at these, you know, all these people filing divorce. This corona and pandemic shit has got they spend a lot more time with your loved ones now. So you get this you get to kind of get the feeling of what they really is. You know, they're not spending a lot of time on the road or at work or whatever the case may be. You get to really see what the vibration is. You get what I'm saying? So just pay attention to that. You know, um, also Kim K, they say Kim K is, is getting ready to file for divorce. So they say Kim K is planning to divorce him. Um, you know, I just feel like sometimes, you know, you know, she may be tired. You know, sometimes a woman can be tired of you. And, you know, sometimes women, they can get tired of you. You know what I'm saying? With Kanye West doing some of the things we've seen him do, um, you know, when he kind of gets into that weird place, that's that's heavy on a woman, man. You saying things and doing certain things to, to her, and it's not like she needs you. And you got to remember how he came into this. A lot of times this happens though with with us guys. You know, we we um we 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 get into a situation and the next thing you know we flipped it into now it's favoring our side or that's not how we came in this. You see what I'm saying? So he came in that thing humble, loving that girl and trying to you know, and not saying he's still not. It just it's just a situation where she appears to be. Uh, you know, getting getting tired of whatever the situations are behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Which, to me, says a lot. You know what I mean? It definitely says a lot. I think part of why, you know, she hasn't left yet because he's such a, uh, on top of her loving him and 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 they've have having children together and they've been in a loving marriage for all those years. Um, he's also a very notable black man uh, and the reputation of them is what they do to, you know, black men or whatever the case is or whatever the media says. I don't know them. Uh, I've seen what you guys seen, um, but I've also been painted with a brush that was uh, not in my favor. So I've always, I'm always, I'm always hesitant to um, draw conclusion uh, based on the internet, it's something that I see as uh, unfair, unfit, uh, unreasonable, uh, and very close to dumb. You know what I'm saying? It's very close to dumb. But but nonetheless, uh, him being such a a big, you know, a staple in the game, staple in black culture, it it also favors um, their family and her side to have someone of his sort and he's doing so well and you being a part of that and you push him up and, and help him up. You know, I think he needs, I think, uh, not needs in a way where he'll stop making the amount of money, but sometimes when you with someone that amount of time, they become essential uh, to, to what you're comfortable, you, you being comfortable, you know what I'm saying? Uh, they become essential to that, and so it, sometimes it gets rough. If uh, and you can get other people there, but you, you know you got to teach this shit all over again, and that comes with time. And with time is your inventory; you don't have much of it, and so that lends itself to trying to 
the cheaper the keeper thing. Because not only do you have, you, a lot of people think that's all about buying somebody something. And that is, you do spend more money, but you also lose money because you can't do what you need to do for teaching her how you need uh how you need uh, things done and how and trying to respond to how she needs things done. So both of you guys need to take time to learn each other, uh, which lends itself to the cheaper to keep it. Because I know my woman, of course, we still got to tap in. She knows me, right? And so this is a relationship like those two, been in a relationship for that long. Uh, so it's just a situation where... Uh, you know, it, 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 I hope they can make it work because I think Kanye needs a, uh, somebody there that he admires. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you're a creative, it's so easy to um, it's so easy to rearrange normal, right? It's so easy for for us to take something that was extraordinary. We received it and uh, deemed it extraordinary. We handled it as it was extraordinary. Uh, but over time, it becomes regular and it loses the umph, uh, no matter how extraordinary it is to the world. So it, th- those things are always uh, could always be parallel for creators or just human beings, people that uh, tend to find themselves Reevaluating life all the time and reevaluating what the happiness is all the time. Reevaluating, hold on, man, that used to mean something to me, but now it don't hold the same weight. It don't, that beat don't knock the same for me, right? That record don't sound the same for me. So, you know, uh, I hope that Kanye West and Kim K can get through that. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's something that I, that I hope they can do. I hope all black love, uh, can can find a way. You get what I'm saying? Because it's rough out there for us. You see? Um, also, uh, she she was planning to file for divorce on the heels of him releasing his universal uh, contracts and, and releasing his um, amendments and, and, and all that shit when he was reing up with him and going back and now. So he's, he's, ten, he's trying to fight a different fight now. Uh, he was tweeting a bunch of things. I mean, it seems like that last time, and I don't know everything he's tweeted because some shit I haven't tapped in on. They got an Amber Rose tweet going around. I'm not sure if that's real, but he says she like to be called Cal You, the little cartoon. That's crazy. He said when they fucking, I don't know. But it, she gets into these modes where he he rumbles and he goes down these paths. Um, and I think that Kim and them is scared of it. They try to do damage control. Like, yo, stop that, bro. But he won't stop because he might, he worth he worth some money. And that's why sometimes creators need somebody next to them that they respect, they admire. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit helps them. You get what I'm saying? And that's why he want to talk to the CEO of Twitter and let you see it. Or he want to let you see, I'm on, I'm, I'm on talking to people from Forbes or I'm the second richest nigga in the world. It's like those things show you what it what it really is. But some of his tweets, we're going to read some of his tweets. It's just funny. He had a tweet saying, free Suge Knight, free Larry Hoover. Uh, he showed, showed he was texting Randall Forbes. 
Um, and he said, my kids are going to have my masters, not you guys. And we're going to read some of his other tweets. He said, um, I have the utmost respect for our brothers. We need to link and respect each other. No more dissing each other on labels we don't own. See, it's, it's easy for these millionaire niggas to kick this shit. And that's what I be saying. Like, my issue is, like, even if, you know, you niggas leave some information out there on how to get in this game, you niggas be closing the door. And this ain't just say Kanye. All these niggas just kicking and screaming about how these people ain't giving them two, three, four, five hundred million or whatever the case is. You know, they don't they don't leave nothing out there. They don't leave no information out there. And I know, let me be clear, I understand this. I tell you all the time. They don't help people like me. These dudes don't help individuals like me, not because I'm going to do something to them, but because I'm a threat to their situation. You know, they, they feel as though shit, what he talking about, what I'm talking about. And the nigga may peep something I don't because he may have been outside a little longer than me. Or he may, all he got to do is understand the business. They, it, all these niggas preach this happy for you shit and for us shit. That shit is not what it's really about. Um, he, and, and this is what fucked me up. He said, I need a public apology from J. Cole and Drake to start with immediately. Immediately. I'm Nat Turner. I'm fighting for us. How you going to tell me you need a public apology? Like, we not doing that. You know, and I respect Ye, and I'm riding with Ye and Button and all you niggas screaming this shit. But I understand y'all dudes don't share the information to the people who's living in a different uh, uh, tax bracket than you niggas. You niggas get up there, and then you niggas go to fighting for fifty million and say they treating us wrong. You know what I'm saying? And you just sharing the money with all you niggas. And that's the thing I don't really understand. We need to put some structure with this thing. This thing needs to be more like the NBA, more like the NFL, more like the NCAA. And I'll tell you how. There needs to be some sort of situation where not only do you have a legitimate free agency, which XXL was trying to build something like that, but the brand is now took a turn. I don't, I'm not sure that creatives over there are... are uh, I don't. I just don't know for whatever reason it took a turn. But you you gotta have um um there needs to be some sort of like free agency. Also, there needs to be some sort of like college league. There needs to be information like when you are a football player, or basketball player, you gotta understand these things are saving our culture. So we can't only use their setups. To get into that shit, we need to elevate some niggas that may have a felony. He may he 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 may just came home, but this nigga faster than anybody. You know, he may did catch a murder case, but he's a hell of a basketball player and he's really changed his life and he's hooping. But we need a legitimate pathway for him to walk up. And the same with podcasting. We need that, right? So we need to have walk-ons or a free agency. If you can come show out in the D-League, then we know it's a real thing, right? There's nothing like that for rap. There's nothing like that for podcasting. All these dudes are screaming for us, for us, for us. Where's the information? Where's the reach back? Who's reaching back to people who are really doing this thing on their own. You can't say you don't see it. You dudes talk about it. You respond to it. So it's a guarantee that you see it. 
You see what I'm saying? And so let's let's read some more of what Kanye was saying. Um, but I just think that trying to get a, a apology from Drake, I'm not sure that that's gonna work doing it like that. And I'm gonna flash a whole bunch of the tweets on on the screen. You guys can pause it, read it. Um, he said he's not putting any more music out. He's done with till he's done with his contract with Sony and Universal. On God in Jesus' name, come get me. Uh, let's see what else. And then Hit Boy responded. Hit Boy. Uh, was basically saying he kind of went through some of the same thing. Uh, and this is what Kanye wants to do, rally the troops. Um, and he needs Drake involved with that. That's why I don't understand why you would say public apology now. Like, nigga, we the, niggas ain't respecting that money like that. We we respect your genius, but that money, you can't talk to niggas like that because you, you got a billion, two billion, three billion. You know what I'm saying? We not accepting that. I'm not. I'm not sure who is, but I'm saying, like, far as we respect what you got going on, and we, we know what you did to get there. Um, but you can't just, I need a public apology from this nigga or that nigga. Like, I don't, I'm not sure that that's effective at all. Um, you know, just saying he's going to change the music industry forever uh, and things like that. Um, and people ask me, because Joe Budden speak, spoke on it. And a lot of people spoke on it about what do I say to the people who say uh, Kanye West, Joe Budden, Charlemagne, all these dudes uh, who, who preach uh, this stuff are in bed with these same companies. Though I'll take Charlemagne out. He's, he hasn't been complaining about companies and things, but are in bed with these same companies. Um, so th this is where I know they're listening to me, right? Because I called Joe Budden out for taking a deal that he said he went into that was undervalued. Um, they put him up against a comedy person. He still went into the deal. They didn't answer his question about the Spotify playlist in which I guess they're saying he duped uh, someone uh, out of creative credit and they didn't get any money or any compensation uh, for creating that whole thing that's one of the uh, most major playlists on a the biggest uh, DSP in regards to that music um, today, right? So they did all of that, and, and you still signed the deal. So people are asking me, what do I say about Kanye not only talking about masters, 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 but possibly could have own masters dealing with... Uh, good music and having contracts, uh, probably a fundamental uh, standard recording contract, which masters are part of those contracts. So uh, he, he's, he's, he's probably having some of that, and people are critical of that. Also, Joe Budden uh, taking these type of deals time after time after time with Complex, with this, with that, and then coming to us when they don't give him $75 million, saying they're oppressing us. Like you have to reach back to talk about us. You got to reach back at some point to talk about us. You got to reach back. It got to be about us. Not not when they step on your toe. Don't tell us how man the man the folk gonna treat you bad. Man, what you talking about? Cause they done you wrong. Now if you helping people by default, they gonna come. By default, they see man they got us fucked up. They shitting on Joe Button. You know how I many opportunities he gave a nigga, and that's what's different about Button and Kanye. So when you look at the fight and all these niggas running around talking about the fight and who's in the fight and I'm in the fight. I'm in the fight without the corporate help. I'm in the fight from an independent standpoint where they've left no information. And I'm just critical and, and I've got 
I'm tired of hearing about all of this, you know, uh, together, black people, us. Y'all niggas have left no information. There is no Joe Rogan of this shit that's giving information out. Or there's no website that y'all saying, hey, if you start a podcast, put it here. Here's a small ad company we know that do businesses. If you can just get your plays up to this amount, take it here. Or let Diddy create the ad company. Jay, somebody like this things that need to happen is way more structure that needs to happen in this thing. For, for niggas to be on the front line talking about us when they ain't gave niggas no information about the information that they getting. Everything y'all getting, y'all hoarding it at the top. I don't want to hear about us. We can talk about you guys and we can try to help you guys through whatever you got going on. But I have an issue morally when niggas run out talking about us. I don't see that it's about us. I don't feel like it's about us. I'm in this game. Tell me what you guys have left. Um, but, uh, you know, when when they asked me about Kanye West and, and starting these record labels and, and, and just being uh, in a situation where he may have these kind of contracts, when clearly you see if you looked at the contracts or looked at the tweets, you see Kanye West was in a situation where he was trying to create avenues of 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 uh revenue income uh he was leveraging himself you know whether that was with good music or reading up or for 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 another Kanye West thing or I got this situation over here that I'm a co-sign or you know and and I heard people speak about Tiana Taylor being being through in the mix um but with the labels and with having those partnerships or whatever the situation is, I always say, hey, man, listen, the man, when they ask me about Kanye West and, and all of that, I say, listen, the man who tries nothing is only wrong once. So it's important for you to try things. It's important for you to put your foot out there and say, you know what, I'm going to try to do what they doing. See, this is what you got to understand. The first game niggas got, millionaire niggas got, was copying them folks. They didn't really, niggas didn't really have no other game yet. They didn't create nothing yet. They just started, the first game niggas got was, hey, whatever they doing, we need to do that. You know what I'm saying? And so it's a situation where you see Jay and them go get a record label. You see Kanye West get them a record label. You see they trying to copy the, the niggas that's making all the money. And they're going to leverage what they made already with them to make them help them make a little bit more money. It was just business. You know, I'm not sure that niggas do really know them contracts, you know. But I do know that they was copying whatever they doing. So whatever contract you got, I'm almost certain that them other people got. Because, again, the first game that millionaire niggas had was to copy the people that made millions off them. That was their first game. Niggas didn't think get their money. P did and, and certain people, you know, but, hey, start this, start that, you know. Hey, how they do it? So they got a little marketing coming. Ain't but eight people in the building. Man, we can do that. You see what I'm saying? And so the we can do that made them copy them people, which by default makes you, uh, makes you fuck the homies. You see what I'm saying? Well, as far as contracts are concerned, you know. But yeah, just it's just interesting to see the uh, Joe Budden and the Kanye West, you know, and niggas attach themselves to this fight for us. Um, and Joe Budden, you know, 
you see is is interesting to see and you know I, I like all these guys but I'm I'm critical of the information being put out. I'm critical of the game. I'm critical of this because I'm a young podcaster. I'm an audio owner. I'm a content creator. So it's important for me to speak for the for the guys that's out here doing a podcast, independent and, and, and fans of these guys and supporting them, buying their shirts, going to their, their shows. Ask Joe Budden how many people were podcasters at his tour. And ask them how they reached back or helped them in any kind of way. And not not that they need to bring 2,000 podcasters on the, on the platform, no. Um, but any of you people that's going on tour, you're touching black people that's podcasters. There needs to be some sort of structure where you can give a pamphlet of information to them. How to make money off this shit, where to take it, who to... To, to to really elevate black voices, it got to be a little bit more effort as to, hey, man, I'm not just coming in these towns eating off these people. Because you got me, I support all these guys. I buy their shirts. I go to their tours. I go to their shows. I go to their, but I'm not fanning out at your show. I'm not fanning out. I'm having motion. Let's not uh, 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 confuse this as a plea by any stretch of the imagination. I'm just critical of the superhero role when I'm in a situation where I understand that I'm not a dumb guy, that, but there's no information left out here. Whatever ad companies you guys are in contact with that you think is petty, you didn't post them. Hey, young podcasters, they only giving 100 an ad, but they want you to have this much CPM. If you got it and you want it, reach out. Nonetheless, you just you guys are just keeping all this information in. So I'm just critical of that. And so the Kanye West and the Joe Button thing is funny that people are comparing the two. Joe Button is on a much lower scale uh, in regards to what he's doing, right? And so uh, it's just fun. It's just funny to see. You know what I mean? And, and it's it's also funny to see Joe Button being nice about Kanye. If you just go back and, and you look at some of the Joe Budden podcast episodes, you're very critical of Kanye to shut the fuck up. He's a dumb fuck and this and that and had whole segments about Kanye. It drove analytics. Um, see, now everybody's morally intact because they're rich. Um, but they under don't get it confused. They understand the fight of building something. And if this get two million hits, it's 20K. So I need to at least get one of those every two months. I'm doing bad, but at least I can do that, right? So it's it's important to, to know that these guys understand where you are. If you're a young podcaster and you're critical of some of these people, don't let people shun you into the end. You shouldn't be telling me, fuck all that. You see what I'm saying? Because I know all you niggas know what it's like when you niggas, y'all ain't left no information out here. Um, uh, but yeah, so it just um, it's just funny to see you being nice about Kanye, but I'll tell you why that's the case. The reason why that's the case is Joe Budden understands one thing. He needs investors. Now I'm in the free market. Kanye West is a billionaire. At some point, he could pivot into this or have influence on someone uh you know walking us into a very good situation so so i'm gonna try to walk a thin line and say this and that about him but you cannot say anything about being in bed with some people and then shitting on them joe budden is doing the same thing so it's important that that whoever out there that is seeing is hearing this it's important that people understand that the truth and the devil is always in the details 
Um, you see what I mean? So just pay attention to the game and don't let them trick you. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, but yeah, that good fight shit. All you bitch ass niggas talking about this good fight shit. Y'all niggas ain't fighting no motherfucking good fight. Y'all niggas fighting the, the fight for your motherfucking selves. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so let's let's make sure that we not only are uh, when we talk about our creators and our top people that's in the top spots and our Charlemagne's, our Joe Buttons, our Kanye West, uh, our Jay Z's, our, our Barack Obamas, our whoever that's at the forefront of of, of leadership. Uh, let's make sure that these things are trickling down, not only to who you. You know your favorite people, but just at times some information is 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 left over. You know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> we don't want to everything to be about self. When the and then when they don't do something for you, you come out and you holler, they doing us wrong, right? When you live yourself all about yourself, you end up alone. So you have to be in a situation where you understand the trampoline method, where you become First, you, 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 you know, excel, and then you become something that people excel from. And then that's when you start to talk about legacy. But everybody talks about this, you know, I'm black, I'm black, and for us shit, and y'all niggas ain't, it's, I just get frustrated when I hear it. Um, and so Kanye West, and the only reason why I think people are even putting Joe Budden and Kanye West in the same sentences because Joe Budden is attempting to do kind of what Kanye West did in fashion like hey you know I license something to you guys for this amount of time I participate not only in this side but that side of it you let me in mass production was what Kanye West is saying uh ad participation is what Joe Budden you know is saying and so um I license you some content and you give me a, a, a percentage of the company. So I'm sorry, not Kanye West. Joe Budden's trying to do what record labels done. Um, and so that's why people kind of say him and Kanye because he's trying to do what record labels done. What record labels did was they took their whole catalog, which is all your artists, your Drakes, your Wayne's, your, especially if they the parent company, that's, that's who they done the business with for those that don't understand when people say this. So the parent company gets the money. Because Universal, even though there's a Def Jam and all these little labels you see, Asylum, this, Warner, this, all that comes back to one particular label. And that particular label went to Spotify and said, hey, we'll license you more songs. Uh, our whole catalog for a piece of your ads, for a piece of your whole company. And they done it. And so now Joe Budden is saying, hey, I'll license you one podcast for a piece of your ads. Uh, and they didn't do it. And so that's that's the difference uh, between that. But I want to get into who should be at the forefront of, of not only media, but just black um, uh, black leadership, you know, just just far as media, rap, just contracts, information, data, how to monitor who who should really be at the forefront of that um, is a very good question, I think. Um in my comments, people said, Joe, is it, should it be Joe Budden? Should it be Charlemagne? Should it be Kanye West? Uh, and they, and, and I'm going to, I'm going to respond to that. And I'm also going to, um, number those, you know, and, 
And by number, those, I mean, I'm going I'm to tell you how I list those. Uh, if if I had to number them, I'll have Kanye West first, uh, C, C the God, Charlemagne the God, and then I'll have Joe Budden. Uh, the reason I'll have Kanye West is, uh, the reason I have Kanye West first is Kanye West has enough not to be greedy. Uh, not saying that he won't be greedy. And see, I choose my words real wisely. I didn't say he won't be greedy. I said he has enough not to to be greedy um because we are in a country where the more you have the more you want but he is in a position where i could see him trying to be fair at this point in his life you know if the metric is money um with charlemagne the god i've saw him help a few people so i think that you know some at some point if he likes you i guess he his heart is in the right right place and he wants to help you. So he has that trait of helping people. Now, whoever is at the forefront of this needs to have a trait of helping people, not only their people, but helping people, just helping individuals, putting information out, understand the fight. If this is the fight, let's not just make the, this is not the fight only in the 12th round or only the fight day. Let's let's understand that there's training. How can I help the little niggas that's training? You know, how can I help the niggas that having trouble hitting the punching bag, i.e. in podcasting? How can I have niggas that's getting a hundred thousand hits? How can I help them monetize that? And when they don't have a clue, they just doing what I'm doing. Spent 30K on equipment, got, you know, doing all this shit and just trying to figure out his way through the game. It's just important to understand these things. Um, and uh, I'll have Joe, you know, Joe, I'll have Joe last reason I have Joe last is because I haven't really seen him help anyone outside of himself. Uh, but I do think he's a great communicator. And once he get enough money, he may be in a position where he finally gives some information. Now, right now, I think he's still scraping it in. You got to look at the situation for what it's worth. He went from having a one-man show to now I think he's splitting his money with four or five motherfucking people. Not saying that's a bad thing. They have a great product. But it just changes the trajectory of of individuals uh, quality of life, you know, because if he was all by himself, which I'm sure he gets a bigger cut. I don't know. Uh, and that's not my business. But if he was all by himself, he'll get a shitload more money. But the product, I think, will suffer uh, because it's rougher doing it by yourself. You know, it's rougher doing it by yourself. That's why I appreciate the people that listen to me. I do this alone. I do this by myself. I record it, edit it, drop it while I'm doing music, writing records for other people. There's so much going on. So I appreciate the people that uh, tap into that. Uh, you dig what I'm saying? And um, I also want to speak about Jay-Z allegedly sold Kanye West Masters uh, to get his own back. Again, what I just said. The first game that the black man had, the millionaire black dude had, was copy the people that made millions off you and try to do it again. So that's the first game niggas had, you know. Uh, and also a business that makes nothing but money is a poor business, right? So we would we was trying to take the ethics of these people. Uh, I'm sorry, the business model of these people and add some sort of ethics to it. I'm not sure if they did or didn't. I'm telling you what my outlook would have been. So, again, the first game we had is millionaires in the 90s is copy who made millions off us. So what was happening is, hey, they started a record label. We started a record label. What they doing? They going to that company. See, and then niggas, then niggas go to finding out because they now work with the label. 
the smart niggas, the dame dashes and the, the niggas, they go to finding out, hey man, you only you using this company. This company only want twenty five hundred for a month of marketing and da da da. So they break they being able to crunch numbers. And then that's when they was able to start listening, put the game out. But again, um uh so again with Jay Z and, and, and him allegedly selling Kanye's masters back to a universal or whoever for his masters, you have to understand Jay was operating within the confines of a fucked up system. So he went in and he got in a position in the game where they allowed him to own something that he can leverage, you know, uh, and it's, and it wasn't money. It's like being told, it's like being told on. I hate that I was told on in court, but now we here, we have to search for some sort of mistake, you know, uh, was it warranted? Was it a legal search or seizure? I hate it. All this shit fucked up. I shouldn't even be able to be told on. You see what I'm saying? If we in court, I shouldn't be able to be told on. So what I'm saying is Jay-Z had to operate within the confines of the business. All they understanding is, hey, I've now put myself in a situation where not only am I critical to the game and, and doing really well, I've birthed uh, some individuals that's doing well. Now I'm in the building figuring out y'all own my man. I don't own my music. Hey, how do I get my music back? Well, you we know you copied us, right? You did what we did and we wasn't in on it. Let us get some of that. If you let us get some of that, we'll give you all of yours. It's like, again, I was snitched on. I'm in court. This nigga told on me. I didn't get in trouble. He got in trouble and then brought y'all to me. So I'm just now I'm in trouble. That ain't even fair. That ain't even right. It should be illegal. But y'all let this happen. So now I got to have my lawyer. Hey, man. Uh. You know, see if he credible, see if he did, see if they forced him, see if there's entrapment. Can we get out with this? You got to work within the confines of whatever system that, that you in. Um, because, again, the devil is in the detail. You know what I'm saying? The devil is in the detail. But that's my outlook on, on that Jay-Z was uh, Kanye West situation. Um, uh, like I told you, I was looking at CNN. The Breonna Case Taylor has been settled uh, for $12 million. Uh, again, operating within the confines of the situation, you know, the money is never good enough. The money that the family gets in any situation where there's loss of life. And first of all, I want to say RP, uh, to Brianna Taylor. One second. Okay. So I was speaking about Brianna Taylor and getting, and, and her getting to me. Uh, her people getting to a million for the death of her. So people, I'm not sure when you when you catch this video, but Breonna Taylor was viciously murdered uh, wrongfully by the police in Kentucky. They went into her home, uh, where the wrong home, and ended up killing her as someone shot. Uh, as they entered a home they was not supposed to be in, someone wasn't expecting them with guns and they said they didn't knock or identify themselves so shots will ring out any house you go in just try it go in the house boom rush the bum rush the door and hit that motherfucker and don't say something and see on most houses in america some shots get let out um but again operating within the confines of the situation the money is never good enough uh it can never replace life what you deny ignore you delay um, so it's a small win in a really, really messed up situation. Um, but even more in my city, we have a situation with, with Daniel Hambrick, R.P. Dan Dan, a situation where the police killed him. 
uh, where it was it was like this can't be real life. Where where they gonna be able to get away with that? And they're and they're pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. And I'm calling out all these fake woke motherfuckers. All of you. That's what I'm saying. Not only am I uh, in a position where I'm disturbed by this us and for us shit, nigga. We had murder in my city. I reached out to you, some of you dudes, through some of you dudes' counts, and you niggas didn't, we needed that word pushed at a time where this family was grieving and in a situation where we needed the word out, man, the police just done this, man, we don't even know if they're going to charge these people, like now, we need influence on this shit to make sure justice is served, but, but you dudes don't get attached to shit that ain't all right, that y'all feel like y'all can't benefit from. You get what I'm saying? So, just like in Flint, it was okay to take a picture in Flint and, and send some water. Nigga, everybody was in Flint. But nigga, Flint was still going through that. You didn't see, you didn't see niggas follow up. Some niggas, of course you did. Nigga, every, every, it, they ain't ne- it ain't never everything or nothing, nigga. Of course, some people did. But I'm talking about the majority of these woke motherfuckers you seen taking pictures, walking through and all. They not, they cap. They not really about this, man. This shit about a picture. It's about a look. It's about capturing the hearts and the minds of the consumer, man. So it's important to stay woke on that shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, also, something else, man. Like I said, a lot to talk about on this motherfucker today. Joe Rogan episodes have been coming down, or I'm sorry, Joe Rogan episodes, some of them were never uploaded to Spotify. Is this censorship? Um, Of course, we know that there's a smear campaign going on against Joe Rogan, but I knew it was going to happen because if you pay attention, you see these things, you know, but a lot of people can't see the forest because of the trees. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but the smear campaign, you know, as I mentioned with Cardi B, uh, that initially started on Joe Rogan. When he first mentioned the, uh, when they first mentioned him in, in cahoots with Bernie Sanders, uh, they pulled out some very hurtful things that he said to a, a lot of bunch, a lot of people. But, of course, it was in clips and, and uh, what some would consider be out of context. Um but again, this is a mass media smear. So the minute he's about to do anything political, this thing happens again. I think they're trying to send a clear message to Joe Rogan that, hey, we see you make a lot of money and we see you in this little weird space where you probably are more influential than us and you're not attached to any of us. But stay out of our business. Stay with your alien shit. Stay with your, you know, um, whatever. But stay out of this political shit. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. 
We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. Find great brands like Thermador at your local showroom or visit us online at ferguson.com build. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details.